Welcome to Lost in Twin Peaks. Today's episode covers Season 3, Part 14, In the Weeds. Characters, the order of events in the story, coffee pie and donuts. So let's get started on all of that. As near as I can tell, all of the events in this episode take place on Saturday, October 1st. Uh, this is the first time in a while I think that the action has been this concentrated and organized. We're not jumping all around chronologically between several different days. It all seems to line up pretty neatly with that with that time slot. Characters introduced in this episode are Headley and Wilson, Monica Bellucci, the trucker, the bleeding drunk, uh, the band Lisey, and in the roadhouse, Sophie and Megan. This is the number one scene, by the way, of any episode for the road for any of the roadhouse gang. This is the one that features uh, Roadhouse characters for the longest. Also introduced in this episode are the Elks Point number no. 9 bartender and the window washer outside of Gordon's hotel room. This episode reintroduces uh, one character, possibly. That's Philip Jeffries. I say possibly because we hear somebody who is ostensibly Jeffries in part two, but most people, Mr. C seems to doubt that it's him. And most viewers do as well because his voice doesn't sound the same. I don't know where else to put that character. So in terms of screen time and all that stuff, when I'm doing my character series and descriptions, I, I count that as Jeffries, but duly noting it may very well may not be. Um, some people have suggested it's Sarah, which is compelling. Although I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if I like that, but it's an interesting idea to, to, to think about, put it that way. And the Angels are back 14 entries after their last appearance which was accompanying Renette's liberation from captivity and Laura's ascension to a higher plane. We now see them again flanking Laura in this vision that Andy has. Who's returning to the show after four or more episodes of absence? Well, Andy Brennan is back five episodes after his last appearance in Part 9. Kind of surprising it's been that long. That was when he and Lucy argued over the color of a chair. The Fireman, we can now call the Fireman, is back six episodes after his last appearance in Part 8 when he conjured a glowing orb of Lara to send to Earth after the first atomic explosion. Nido is back 11 episodes after her last appearance in Part 3, when she pulled a lever atop a floating box in space, which sent her hurling into the abyss. Freddy Sykes returns 12 episodes after his last appearance in Part 2, when he accompanied James to the Roadhouse for what appeared to be his first time. And then also in terms of characters returning, we have flashbacks to old footage of the experiment and the girl running through the courtyard, so we're not seeing full-on reintroductions of them uh, from their earlier appearances in season three. Uh, in the girls' case, it's even the same, like, you know, it was slow motion in the part one when the uh, the return began. We saw her, there was some manipulation of the footage if you wanted to say, okay, this is a new experience of the girl running through the courtyard, but this is just a, a repeat of that. Like, I think same slow motion and everything. And uh, as far as experiment goes, it's the same shot as part 14, but framed by this mirror. So, you know, in both cases, yeah, we're seeing them again after four more episodes of absence, but not exactly seeing them in a new way. Let's rank the characters here. Number 10 was Albert with about five minutes. I'm beginning to remember that too. Number nine was Nato with about six minutes. <gasps> Number eight was Tammy with about seven minutes. A topa. Number seven was Freddy with about eight minutes. I uh, fear I've snapped his Gregory. Number six was James with about nine minutes. It's my birthday today. Number five was Gordon with about ten minutes. And then she said the ancient phrase. Number four is Bobby with about ten minutes. This is it. Jack Rabbit's palace. Number three is Deputy Hawk with about 11 minutes. Who ordered just cheese? Number two is Frank with about 12 minutes. What happened to us back there? And number one is Andy 
with about 16 minutes. She's fine physically. We need to put her in a cell where she'll be safe. So this is a huge episode for the sheriff's crew in terms of how much time we spend with them and the extent to which their plot dominates the episode. You know, this is somewhat unusual, I think. And what's really unusual, although it did happen before in part 12, we mentioned this as well, Cooper's barely in it. And I think you could make an argument, he probably has a little more screen time because of the flashback in Fire to Firewalk With Me. He probably has like a, a few seconds more screen time than he does in part 12, where he plays baseball with the son, or the son plays baseball with him. However, the fact that these are all like kind of reappropriated images and not really, or abstracted, obscured images, they're not really like Cooper having actual physical screen time. This is the sixth time in The Return that a non-Cooper character has topped an episode, which is nearly half the run so far. So it's just quite common for characters other than Cooper to have the most screen time. This is Andy's fourth time topping either the non-Cooper ensemble of The Return or the more general supporting cast of the original series. Last time was uh, episode 26, when he was number three behind Cooper and Harry, who were leads in that series. In terms of successive episodes with prominent screen time, Who's on a hot streak right now? Well, for the second episode in a row, there's no character who has over five minutes of screen time in the last episode and continues on into this one. Just none. Coffee, pie, and donuts. We have Lynch slash Gordon Cole entering the room early in the episode shouting, Coffee time! And Tammy smiles and gets up to get it, which annoyed a lot of people. Like, wait a second. She's like this FBI agent who's just been welcomed into their super secret case, but she's also like their secretary who gets coffee. What the hell? Uh, Headley's desk has some coffee on it, and there's coffee in the French cafe with Monica Bellucci. And Bobby brings some coffee from the Double R Diner with sandwiches. And then that's it for the rest of the episode. No coffee and uh, no pie or donuts through the whole episode. That's it for this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can support this work on patreon.com slash lostinthemovies. Tomorrow's episode concludes this somewhat convoluted week of part 14, where episodes went up, some were delayed, some went up multiple on the same day. It was a little more disorganized than usual just because... It was taking me a while to re-edit. I had other work to do, of course. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of distractions. And these were also much longer episodes in many cases. The Part 14 recording that I made for patrons originally in 2018 that this is all derived from was one of my longer ones. So you had like a 20-plus minute episode on the uh, the events taking place in Twin Peaks. You had almost 20 minutes just on the mythology. So that took longer as well. I try to put a lot of work into smoothing out the audio of how these were recorded back then for public consumption. So uh, it, it can be time consuming. So with all of that in mind, we are going to wrap up the week tomorrow with the archive reading and uh, clip, uh, just my initial reactions to part 14, and then also sharing a uh, taste of part 15 to come where I'll play like the opening minute audio of that. And if you haven't seen part 15 yet, I'll prepare you for that ahead of time so you can tune out and watch it and come back. But that's for tomorrow uh, or later today, depending when this comes out. 